Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Red Rooster. New spicy wings. Feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so get in fast. The Rooster's calling. It's Saturday lunchtime. Which means it's crunch time on SEN. Good afternoon. Welcome to Crunch Time. All thanks to Red Rooster. Red Rooster's new spicy wings feel the peppery tingle. Limited time, so getting fast. The Rooster's calling. And, of course, Isuzu. The three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live. That is the way to do that, Isuzu. I was struggling with – I was calling it Isuzu. Yeah. Uh, hello, Joel. Now, How are you going? I'm next, turned on. I'm ready yes. to roll. Now, we've got um, Jaleesa Raps here, like Joseph Saw- Jaleesa is debuting on the same day as Joseph Sawali. Oh, that's going to go, be Jaleesa. good for him, right? Yes. What so, could possibly go wrong? What could go wrong? How you feel? How's the pressure? What was um, the warm-up? Well, no, no one has showed me where there's like a seven-second delay switch. So oh, yeah. I'm just going to go rogue. Yep. Just go rogue. Well, <laughs> that's that, what I do. I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. And they let me on here. So, you know. That's wild. It's a low bar. You should be right. But you're feeling the pressure. Can you can you empathise with, with Sawali going out there today? As a I think he – I feel like – well, you know, I'm a little bit older than Joseph. Right. Only fractionally. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he's got a bit more pressure on him, to be honest. You reckon? I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Should I feel this, more pressure? This is the big stage. <laughs> this is big time. Now, I know, I know Channel 10's a huge beast, but this is crunch time. Um, now, if Jaleesa leaves us in two hours when the show concludes. Yeah. If there's one thing that she needs to have accomplished is to bring the game into what, Brennan? Disrepute. Exactly. Disrepute. Oh, yeah. okay. Great. I think- Easy. I think you could do it, um, and I, I mean that you know in the nicest possible way. But I wonder with these youths, uh, what generation are they? iPhone generation, oh, millennials. Yeah, I don't know what we're are up they to. still millennials? What are they? The I Sam Walkers and the what are you? Are they exact? What generation are you? <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are you called? I don't know. We're, What's an eighteen-year-old called? We're Gen Xers, aren't we? We're Gen Xers, yeah, yeah. Nirvana and stuff. Yeah. What are, what are you, Jaleesa? Um, Late twenties. That's all I'll say. Oh. So you're a millennial. Am I a millennial? Yeah, you're oh, a millennial. Okay. And what are the next, the iPhone? Gen Z. TikTokers. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. Okay, the okay. Gen Zs. Do they actually get nervous? No. Because I think they just, like I well, remember. Sam Walker doesn't. Sam Walker doesn't? No. I don't even think they care. He you know, uh, just go out there, give me the ball, whatever. Yeah. I'll do this. Reese Walsh yesterday, Jaleesa. Mm. Uh, speaking of that, so the, the golfing term would be you don't carry a divot. So in golf, you make mm. a divot. They, yeah. they just march on with it. So Reese Walsh just about throws an intercept. His very next play, does it again? Does it again? Didn't mm. care. Set up mm. a try. They're what, fearless. God, he's a beautiful looking man. Isn't he? Oh, his eyes. His eyes. I know. What mascara does he use? Oh. It looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Drop some. the tutorial, Reese. Yeah. Oh, and, and he's and he's probably he's got a kid, mm-hmm. and he's so humble. Yeah. And his eyelashes. Yeah. I think that's why he caught flight last night. Mm. You see that try that he scored? <laughs> oh, you and his be... legs lifted up. I think he's. Eyelashes, Eyelashes that yeah. give him some kind of aerodynamic, <laughs> fluttering kind of extra power. But what a specimen. I, I used to hate, as a young kid, a young single kid, uh, there was a place called Carmen's, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I Carmen's? Never, I, I could never, Carmen's Miranda. Yeah, yeah. I could never pick up a dance at Carmen's, oh. right? Because mm. I wasn't like Reese Walsh. I could just bat the eyelids mm. and away mm. I go. I, I relied on having the chit-chat. Right, yeah, so, yeah, and the yeah. music was too loud at Carmen's. Yeah, I needed chat. the chat. Mm. If I couldn't have the chat, yeah. there was no game. I, I was not yeah. getting. 
So I remember the DJ always saying, "Ladies' night at Carmen's tonight." I thought it, was, it sounds like it's ladies' night every night. <laughs> yeah, mate. I would have thought. But I, I remember trying to get in there at seventeen years old, and we, I finally had the fake ID, mm. and I was with my band. I was playing in a band. They were oh, all really? twenty. What, what was and, your role um, in the band? Was I was on bass. Oh, yeah. We were called Sienna Circus. Oh, yes. Um, and then I think they changed the name of the band to something a lot more earnest after I went to university. Mm-hmm. But I was lining up to get into Carmen's going, this is it, I'm getting into Carmen's. <coughs> and I had my fake ID. And they all went in, my band members went in before me. Then they said, all right, son, how old are you? And I went, I'm 17. And they went, oh. oh. And the band just looked around at me because my – Catholic guilt, my honesty just yeah. came out. Mm. All I had to say was 18 and I was through. You were through the door. So I'm back in the car park. Or you just had to, you didn't even have to lie. You just had to say, here's my ID. Yeah. I, I, they did and they went, how old are you, mate? Because oh. they do the test. Oh, they yeah. do the test. you got to remember. Because often you got yeah. the ID, you, don't, you have no mm. idea what it actually meant, what mm. it actually says. But once I got into Carmen's, we, we went nuts. Oh, how good was it? The illusion shakers. And, uh, you know. What was your local what, establishment? What is Carmen's? Like- Miranda. Okay, Is all right. It? Yeah. Am I? What are you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, ladies' can, night. Yeah, we can hear comments. <laughs> no, well, I had, you know, I grew up in a town of 1,200 people, so oh. it was just like the local pub. So you had the courthouse, the top pub, which I still maintain the courthouse has the best. Where was this, Jaleesa? Boroa. 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 Where, where, where is that? Not Barawa. People sometimes yeah. think it's Barawa. No, Boroa, near Young. Right. So, oh, right. yeah, I had a uh, 12. So there was no lying about your age because uh. everyone knew, but... Well, imagine that whole town of Baroa in one kind of purpley, sweaty, carpeted <laughs> room. Yeah. That's Carmen's. That's okay. Oh, yeah. great. I'm, I'm free tonight. Let's go. Let's hit it. So I, I would love to know, and I think our listeners would mm. also. So we see you there on Channel 10 and before that, Channel 9. What is the Jaleesa app story? What was the sliding doors moment coming from a humble town of 1,200 people mm. to the heights of crunch time? <laughs> the heights of crunch. Yeah. Well, I guess it's quite a, I, it's a bit of a backstory. Like I, um, I, so I grew up in a town with 1200 people. So I, I had 12 people in year 12 wow. in my um, class, which I really didn't think was bizarre until I came right. to the city and everyone was like, oh, I think that person was in my, at my school. I'm like, I knew everyone at my school and I would go to parties sometimes where like, you know, you've got like people five years older than yeah. you, five years younger than you. You just, it's a big family. So, yeah. um, yeah, and I was raised by my grandparents there and um, went to uni in Canberra and started at winning Canberra and then came to nine and then went to ten and wow. now I am at the heights of crunch time. Are you still friends with the other 11 people from your Yeah. Show? You are. I'm friends with the whole town. I love going back there. Wow. Yeah, and you know what? Every time I go back, da- back there, there are a couple of old blokes in the pub that can tell me every story that I've ever done Is that right? on TV. Yeah, they, they really? go, oh, we saw you do this the other day, and I can't even remember. Should but we be worried about these two guys? Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. would you say... It's a big family. Is it still home? Like, can you see yourself oh, yeah. living there again? Or do you think it's, um, you're now locked in the city? Look, I think probably um, when I retire in three years' time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, I mean, it is a beautiful place to live. And it is a beautiful town and just um, gorgeous people and really friendly. And, and it really is like a big country town. Like, my grandparents passed away and was when I actually moved to Sydney. And so I don't have as much of the family connection back there anymore, but everyone sort of adopts you yeah. and everyone sort of wants you to stay with them when they, you go back. And it just is a really friendly, beautiful town. So there's not work for me. Yeah. That's that's why I live here. I, I know We moved around a lot in the country uh, as well. And so I know what it's like. We, we went, I went to a primary school 
11 kids and five of my family. We, <laughs> it was a town of 89 people. We had the pub. Really? But is there a commercial hotel out there or a railway hotel? There's, there's a commercial. There's the commercial hotel is in Young. And in it's Young. Good. The Australian. There's generally the Australian. Australian's in Young. In Young. Yep. The commercial. The, the courthouse is in Boroa. The Royal. The Royal's in Young. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at one point, we had four pubs in working in town. Wow. And they were packed. It's a big industry, isn't yeah. it, Brendan? Yeah, apparently the reason, and I'm just going to go out and say something intelligent, which I don't completely know if it's true, <laughs> um, that, you know, the reason why you had the slug and wheelbarrow and the queen and and parrot and all those things yeah. as pub names yeah. was so that in the war people could find uh, places to meet who couldn't necessarily read. Really? So you go, I'll see at the slug and wheelbarrow, then we'll have a barracks there to go over to the front line there yeah. and go over there. Wow. But everyone knew what a slug and a wheelbarrow looked like or what the queen and... Whatever look like. So oh, that's how the pubs. Symbols. The symbols yeah. were named. Yeah. Because people spoke different languages or were illiterate. That's smart. So they all went. It was ba basically the war was a pub crawl. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know a lot of people sitting at, at home with war history going, this guy has no idea what he's <laughs> talking well, about. Uh, you just reminded me of something here. Now, Brian Fletcher be all over this. He loves. He loves to know why. Why is it raining cats and dogs? What? Why is it called this? Why etymology, we use that term? Etymology. Yes. Etymology. Mm. Yes. So anyway. The lowest form of accommodation in Victorian England was the access to bend over a rope for the night at the price of a penny. Right. Usually used by drunken sailors who had spent all their money drinking, it's said to be the origin origin rather of the term hangover. Oh, so, so as you can see here, you that's the accommodation where you just your head's tilted over a rope. Yeah. You're hanging over the rope. Yeah. And that's where the term hangover came from. Yeah, because my old man always used to say hungover is a wizard's sleeve. I reckon I've slept like that before. <laughs> and I love that of all the things Brian's curious about, he goes, what are these things that are dominating my life six days a week? Yes. What are they called and why am I living continually within their storm? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, Now, listen, you must be absolutely tickled pink today. What's the that? Mighty Sharkies. They've, they've yeah. got off their, no, it's their uh, drought. Up, up. Do you yeah. want me to sing the song? Did you go there last night? How good is this shark song? It's got a piano it, solo. It's pretty good. Yeah. A piano solo. Yeah. Isn't it great? Oh, it's magic. No, I didn't go to the game, Shugs, and I'll let you know why is it. I'm not driving for the sharks oh, yet. you're not? I'm not driving for the sharks. I'm no. couch for the sharks at the moment. They have to earn my drive. Yes. They have to earn my doing my hair, getting a park. Yes. Doing take a mum. You know, oh, yeah. turning up. Um, I'm I'm nearly there. I'm not wholeheartedly convinced, but another win or two, and I'll be hitting the highway to Net Strata. Yeah, they um, did. Uh, they did say during the week when I was doing their interviews, they said that this was the do or die. This they had to win this yeah. one, or they felt well, like they were out of it. We finally played a shitter team, um, which I think <laughs> really a depleted Dragons outfit. A, yeah. I mean, the great. The, I was sitting there with my mate Trent, who who is a Dragons fan. And um, his team would make an error, and um, and I go, oh, don't worry, we'll give you the ball back in a couple of plays. <laughs> and there was actually one play where we made an error, they made an error, we made another error. Yeah, yeah. And it was like there was they shouldn't look at the error rate; they should look at the success rate of plays would be in the minimum yeah. because there was that many mistakes. Like, no, you have a go, no one have a go. It was kind of like who wants it less most yes. was yes. where the game was decided. <laughs> who wants it less most? Uh, and I and watching Anthony Griffin, I'm like, God, he's just. He'd be a beautiful school teacher. He was so, so encouraging for the world's shittest rugby league <laughs> effort of all time. He can really find the positives that way. I bloke, actually quite he? enjoyed this game. Did you? Yeah. I it was it close, was, but it was yeah. close because of the, the, the standard mm. 
um, the, the, the lowness of the standard was matched. Yeah. Um, they played to each other's level, but it, you know what? It was glorious. And Chad Townsend, a once-in-a-generation player. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get another Chad <laughs> uh, ever again. Just clinched it um, for the third time. Yeah. Uh, last night to take us home thirteen twelve, and yeah, it does it does feel good. On that kick, it it felt like they the dragons kind of forgot that he was going for a field goal. Like no one sort of came up on that last. Well, kick. they're all offside on the one before it. Yeah, they were all like completely in his face for yeah. the for the drop goal before it. But I think by the end, the dragons players were just like, oh, can somebody just end this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, Please. Like, a, a mate of mine who runs security uh, or works for security, he, he was there at the match, and like I said. How you going, mate? It's a sort of a quiet affair. I think there's about 8,000 people for a local derby. So many like you, Brendan, are not uh, getting in the car just yet. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. cold. Mm. Um, so I said, how you going, mate? He said, mate, this is a real battle keeping them in. <laughs> so he was trying oh, to, really? security was trying <laughs> to keep them in. It was sort of <laughs> I, I went to a game at Ned Strata, and this I'm just going to propose an idea here I have to the stadium, because I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Apparently it happened at Magic Round as well, but – I went to a game at Net Strata, which because of COVID, I think it was the Raiders and the Titans were after us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we smashed the Cowboys 48 to 8. Um, and we were two from four at that time. The next week, we were 18 4 up against the Roosters. Uh, Sam Walker put on a show. We sacked our coach. The rest is misery. <laughs> um, but I was watching. After, after every hour, I was in the stand. Blokes start drinking more cans, more cans, more cans. Yeah. Gets rowdier. There's women in their 70s and families. Then all the expletives start coming mm. out and all the bad language, mildly racist, a bit troubling. And I start going, hey, guys, would you mind just toning that down? And Or you could go to the hill over yeah. there. The hill's mm. great for that kind of banter. They're like, no, we haven't seen the stand. You know, and I'm like, yeah. absolutely. And then I thought maybe the stand could be divided into this, right? Yep. One to three beers, three to six beers, <laughs> six plus, absolutely smashed. Not drinking at all. Are you going to be and able to remember how five, many you've had? Well, you 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 walk in, and that's, oh, so that's your guess. limit. Oh, you've got You're, to guess. I'm start. a one to three. I'm oh, a one okay. to three beers. I've got a one to three bracelet mm. or one to three kind of code, mm. and then a three to six and a six plus getting wasted. Yep. Yeah. And then you can have the teetotaling. I'm with mum and my nephew yeah. zone <laughs> where I was, and I was just like. I love rugby league so much, but sometimes the spectators get so hammered, and then the, and they think everyone wants to hear their very negative banter, and and you just don't. I'm actually there, yeah, to watch the rugby league game. How weird, yeah, right? Yeah. And and uh, it's like I heard someone saying they went to Hamilton, and the lady next to him was singing all the songs. It's the equivalent of that. <laughs> oh, so I'm, oh, I'm not here to listen to you go, Alexander Hamilton. You know, I'm here to watch. Rugby league yeah. and 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 if you have some nice intelligent positive banter, throw it out there. Yeah. But if you're going on the negative vitriol, basically mm. your 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 Twitter with a microphone, then you know we don't want to hear it. No, mm. yeah, Twitter with a microphone. That's so I just reckon one to three. Divide beers, the stand. Sit, yeah, I don't know. I'll call Volandis this afternoon. Oh please, call. yeah. I'm sure he'll love that. Now, Jaleesa, this would have occupied a fair bit of time for your week, I would assume. Mm-hmm. The sin binning, mm. the players on report. There were three sin bins in the Sharks Dragons. There was yeah. two in both of the others. So we're at seven. Uh, what have you made of it all this week? Uh, like, I mean, they can't be blamed for not – I think they are being pretty consistent. But yeah. I think there's still some that you look at, particularly Paul Vaughan's last night. Yeah. Um, I thought Will Chambers lent – into that, which I don't think was Will's fault. I think what happened was that, you know, Will was getting tackled around the middle. He sort of bent forward and he went in 
I just realised I'm using my hands a lot and no one can see what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. It looks I'm, great. I'm, <laughs> I'm bending if anyone wants yeah. to know. Um, so Will was bending forward and just caught, um, you know, the arm of Paul mm. Vaughan. And I, I thought that was a really harsh one. Yeah. And I don't know how you fix that if maybe you involve the bunker a little bit more to be, or if you change the rule so that if the player, the attacking player is leaning into it and it's sort of, because if Will Chambers hadn't lent into that, Paul Vaughan, it was great tackle. Yeah. It was legal. It was yep. round the chest. It was fine. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think there's still a few things that you need to nut out about it. I thought that one was particularly harsh. You can have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. You can text us 0457 736 736. I do have a solution, which I'll be interested to see what you guys think about this. I don't believe, and I don't quite understand why we need to put a player on report, why the referee, I know for the 18th man or whatever else, but what I believe is that give the referee fewer jobs. So just penalise. Mm. If you think it's high, penalise. Mm. Then in the backdrop, we've got the, the bunker who can have a minute or two of looking at the play, and then they feed through to the referee. Uh, Josh Maguire has hit Jaleesa High, for example. It's a sin bin. At the next stoppage of play, um, Josh Maguire... Mate, you're off for 10. Okay, yeah. So so it's not the referee who's been forced on the run. They're running everything else. Mm. and It's one or two minutes, and they still cop the time in the bin, but I think we'd be far more accurate with it. Um, so in the case of Paul Vaughan, mm. mate, maybe he doesn't need to be sin bin. No, uh, yeah, that's possibly a solution. I think that you just need a little bit more. The referees are just, they're so hounded with jobs at the moment yeah. on the field that I don't know how they're possibly getting any calls right. Mm. Um, so I, I think that's a good idea, but no, I didn't, the Paul Vaughan one, I think on reflection, he probably wouldn't have been. There seems to be a lot of confusion about what's a penalty, what's a sin bin, what's 10, you know, what's Mm. send off. It's, um, and it's just this inconsistency. One thing I thought was interesting during the week though, was the players that I spoke to were very welcoming of the whole thing. Mm. Um, David Nofaluma was, um, quite... Quite um, on board with it. He said, um, yeah, I think this is a good thing. Um, Jake Trevojevic was like, well, you don't want to get people high. So no. we don't we don't train for that. So I don't know why that's happening. And Corey Harawira Naira too was mm. saying, you know, this was a lesson for us. The Raiders were but obviously quite There's nothing tough about hitting a bloke in the head. It's no. the, it's and the I least largely tough thing to do. If people go, oh, the game's gone soft. What, from swinging out your arm and yeah. hitting out a bloke in the face? Yeah. There's nothing tough about it. You saw the hit last night from that incredible Dragons winger. Is it Fino? Uh, I was going to say Pfizer, but that's but the vaccination. Fino. <laughs> yeah. What a specimen. He smashed Wade Graham. Wade Graham's a big, tough, brilliant player. And you thought, that's a beautiful, tough effort. Jake Trevojevic, watch his, watch his defense highlights yeah. reel on YouTube or something. That is toughness personified, not one swing an arm. Don't don't swing your arm out. Don't hit a bloke in the head. And whether you meant it or not, doesn't matter. That's where your arm went. Mm. You know, you can't go into traffic and go, yeah, I just didn't mean to go over two lanes and run into that car. Well, <laughs> yeah. you did. Yeah. And if you don't want to hit, if you don't want to get sent off, don't hit a bloke in the head. The you know, the neuroscientists have been trying to give this information to rugby league for five years, mm. and, and now they're finally listening. Change doesn't hurt. Mm. Change is great. Resistance to change hurts. And that's kind of what's happening now. People are going, oh, God, the game's changing. What's been amazing is seeing 
a lot of ex-players who got really fired up about it at the start. Ruined the very fabric of the game. A week has passed and they're all like, no, give them 10 weeks. Send mm. Yeah, that's, right. that's exactly and you right. You see yeah. the spuds and talluses yeah. and everyone now getting on board going, yeah. do you know what? My son's playing. Mark, I, my, my 20-year-old son's playing. I see him running towards a, a big Islander bloke and I go, and, I, and I'm, I'm worried, yeah. you know, mm. and I think... You know, let's let's have a look at it because then rugby league will last forever. Uh, you know, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I'll show you guys a photo of uh, my young bloke playing. If this guy isn't three times the size of him, I'm absolutely not here. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say. Alan's on the line. G'day, Alan. G'day, uh, Joel. I just wanted to uh, take up Brendan's comments. I um, I went up to Magic Round last uh, weekend for the for the eight matches, and I. I bought a three-day pass in, I think it was called the Diamond Section, and I sit down, and there's a couple of West Tigers supporters behind me, and they have to comment on every single play, and it just um, went on and on and on. I thought to myself, okay, it's it's the first of eight matches. We'll get this one out of the way, and I'll just sit there quietly for the next seven. Yeah. So that match is over. The Broncos and Melbourne uh, Manly come out, and now they're suddenly Broncos supporters. Oh. And oh, comment sorry. on every um, every play, and uh, so that was the first day. Then the second day, um, we had diff- uh, different people behind them. But again, what gets me is is why people have got to comment after every single play the ball. Mm. Um, well, I think a lot of blokes and, get and, on the and tins the and they they think they have their own podcast, don't they? Like <laughs> everyone thinks they're hilarious, and you know, and and they're there with the team and they're there with a bunch of guys and they're like, everybody wants to hear the hilarious, funny stuff um, they say. But if the team starts losing, it gets a bit more vitriolic. And, yeah, there's just a lack of um, a little bit of empathy for everybody else's experience. Emotional politeness, isn't yeah. there, that needs to be involved. Of Like, what's everyone else's experience of this day like? You know, I feel for you there, Alan. On the third day, yeah. on the third day then we had all these people who just every... 20 minutes getting up, buying four beers. We have to get up of our seats so they can get past um, and then back again and that, that constant up and down. Anyway, they're forced us. We really enjoy Magic Round, but we're going to get a private box next time. So I we'll, think so. Well, they the should, way to go. They should put maybe yeah. the uh, beer taps in the seats. Yeah. So you can just sit there. That's right. And just pour it straight into your cup. Pour your own. Yeah. <laughs> pour your own. Gone against Dangerous. Me, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, do you think... What's led this crackdown? Is it, is it because we're seeing the rise of, you know, Reese Walsh comes through, and, oh. and we spoke about those sparkling eyes? Don't touch his face. You can't. <laughs> the, it, it, the game that would be putting the game in disrepute, wouldn't it? Oh, deep disrepute. So he's a ten out of ten. If he, he leaves is. the game, not a ten out of ten, the game is officially in disrepute. Oh, yeah. Good oh. on you, son. I tell you what, I'm I'm the one that's hungry. Yeah, Red Rooster's calling. What a specimen. Hungry eyes. Now, you know Beautiful what? Male. I think Nathan, through the Nathan air. Brown brought, brought performances in disrepute. He, he came out and said Torhu Harris was clearly the best in the game. Now, I love Nathan Brown, but Reece, it was Reese Walsh by postcodes. He was easily yeah. the best oh, player on the field. Absolutely. Yeah, and sure. do you know what? I was watching the games last night and I had an epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> and I realised watching your Josh Dugans and Starfield, great players. It's this a young man's game, and Joey said it to me a couple of times. It's a young man's game, and mm. you look at the Reese Walshes and the Finos, and Fino just smashed Wade Graham, stood back up, went, "Oh yeah, what was that? Yeah. Anyone else?" Yeah. And then Sam Walker, Suwali. Yep. I tell you what, in five years, average age rugby league player, eighteen to twenty-two. Yeah, right.
I, I think there'll be the odd Nathan Cleary that'll play till he's 28. The, the playmakers probably get away with it more. Playmakers, so. here you go. You have a ball. But I'll the, put the you foot soldiers. through a gap. I tell you what, there'll be yeah, there'll be a seven and a nine. Yep. You know your Hodgson's, Nathan Cleary's that'll hang about and play till they're 30. The rest of the guys will be 19 years old. Yeah, you might because be right. I, because of this six again rule. The only guys that can remain tough for the 80 minutes and keep putting the efforts in, and and play this new brand of game. With you know, with the survivor element in it now too, of yeah. you might have to go time to go, <laughs> yeah, time yeah, to go yeah. number eleven, yeah, you know, yeah. eleven on thirteen, thirteen on nine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I wonder if we'll get that this year. Will we get thirteen on nine? Yeah, we could do. You know, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that would go. There's an all-in brawl: Titans, Newcastle, four players off. Here we go. What are we on the hour mark? You know, doubles in the main game. Yeah. <laughs> Draw the doubles in the main game out in the hour mark. And if six and nine are out, well, you're off for ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to fire it up. It was interesting to see the strategy from the Warriors to move Roger yes. um, when mm. they know that he's not going to be there next year. And it seems like it's been, from all the talk, is that it's actually been driven by Roger himself. Yes. It's going, very New well, Zealand, that. They're just so lovely. Yeah, and yeah, it and is, the, isn't it? Oh, the brother, yeah. the brotherhood between Kiwis, yeah. and just so obviously, no, Rog, no, bro, Roger, you have a go. yeah, and obviously Roger really wants to, the team to do well without him. Yeah. he's going. Well, this guy's the future. I, yeah. I can see something in this. Um, Bloods in this young guy. That let's put him in. I, yeah. And also, I just think it's his hungry eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Roger has looked yeah. at the hungry eyes of Reese Walsh and go. I just want to he watch. He went, mate, yeah. like, go. I'm hungry too. I'm <laughs> uh, starving. Yeah. Some Reese Walsh flying <laughs> through the air. With oh, yeah. Let's, let's go to the break with this. Crunch time brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the three-letter Isuzu, D-Max born to live. Crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster Text and Isuzu. Me, Red Rooster's <laughs> crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants. What a tune. Uh, it certainly is Brendan Cow, Jaleesa Apps. I'm Joel Kane, brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu, the three-litre Isuzu D-Max, born to live. Now, here's the crunch. The big news in rugby league, Red Rooster's crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants. We've been talking about the crackdown. And you're speaking about the Warriors and how nice of people the New Zealanders are mm. and can be and whatnot. Well, the Warriors now, they are staying in Australia for the rest of the year. Now, Jaleesa, what do you think about this? What do you think about next year? Every game being in New Zealand for their home game. Like, they get home games all next year. All their home games? No. Um, uh, look, I, w- I can understand why they would stay for the rest of this year because uh, that, I think, it, just with COVID and the uncertainty, I wouldn't have expected them to go home. No. So um, that makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, next year I, I don't see that would be a problem. But, but do you – what about the idea they've spent basically two years in Australia – to give them as a reward and maybe help the development of rugby league in New Zealand to give them a game in New Zealand every round. doesn't have to be at Mount Smart in Auckland every round, but what do you think about the idea saying to the Warriors, you've got the entirety of 2022 in New Zealand, like or dislike? Oh, immensely dislike it. Yeah. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no, so, is, so do you mean all of their games? Yes, being, as no. a reward. No, no. I tell you, can I tell you why they're playing well? Yeah. It's because they're not in New Zealand. <laughs> oh. No, I, and I'm not. I'm not being humorous. Okay. 
you li- over there. I've been spending the last two years in in New Zealand, right? Mm. Um, Kia Ora, I love it over there. Beautiful hills. Yeah. Um, New Zealand is all about the All Blacks. Yeah. It's all they talk about. Yeah. Mm. I went to a game there um, in Wellington. I was the only Aussie there because of COVID, and it's de- it's deadly silent when they're playing. Like no one talks, and then it's just eruptions. It's so serious, and it really affects the culture whether the All Blacks win or not. The rugby league team is an afterthought, mm. and I think that p- kind of penetrates the culture of the rugby leagues of the Warriors' sides. Mm. Is that we're not really yeah out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, well, people yeah. don't really take take you that seriously. They don't really care how the Warriors go. Yeah, right. The people don't grow up mm. wanting to play for the Warriors. They want to play for the All Blacks. Yep. Mm. You know, because the All Blacks are the biggest thing in mm. New Zealand. You know, next to Sav Blanc and Hills and Sheep and stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is and so. Them coming to Terrigal, to, first to, to um, Tamworth, then to Terrigal, it's been the best thing because they've been able to go, we're a rugby league team in a rugby league culture. Let's yeah. play rugby league. Mm. And look what they've done. They've, they've, they've got backbone. They've played really good old school, you know, football. And, and you see their players go off to all the clubs and play well. I actually think the more that they get away from New Zealand, the right. freer they are to be the Warriors. I think it's great that they have all those New Zealand players. I think it's great that they have lots of non-New Zealand players coming into their culture. I just, I think if you then return them to New Zealand, I don't think it'll have a positive effect. What do you think, Jaleesa? I don't think you should have every game. I think it should go yeah. back to how it was. Um, because I take your point, there's not, you know, there's not the kind of rugby league hunger that there is in Australia that there is in New Zealand. So I think that definitely go back to having their home games there. Yeah. But... But no, I, I, you just saturate it really. I don't mind the idea of having magic around there one year. That okay, what yeah, do you I think, think about? Great, yeah. What do you think about? Uh, could the game, or is it pushing the past? Could we have first third of the season magic round as we know it in Queensland? Third third of the season, um, have a magic round in New Zealand. Could you get away with having two magic rounds, or is that pushing the past? Magic as yeah. I think if you're going to have people fork out money then they're probably going to only do it once to travel. So I don't think probably twice would work. Uh, And I think it is locked in in Brisbane for the next couple of years. Um, But I don't mind the idea of doing it in New Zealand after that. Look, if Reese Walsh is going to be there, (laughs) uh, I'll be I hope he gets an AVO out on you. What's that? He might need an AVO out on you. Did you say Reese Walsh? He can get whatever he likes out. (laughs) Reese Walsh, you specimen. It was the Reese Walsh round. Flying through the air with those eyelashes. Oh, yeah. His feet nearly went over his head. That's how light and beautiful he is well, as a specimen. Bossy made New a very Zealand good point. New Zealand wedge-tailed eagle. <laughs> Bossy made a very Ooh, good point. Uh, rookie of the year. Uh, who's going to win this rookie of the year? Is, is it going to be Sam Walsh? Sorry. There you go. Is it going to be Sam Walker? So you're Walker? backward. You're, you're speechless. <laughs> yeah. those I am. I am. Now, look, it's going to be Sam Walker. Forget about it. Because Sam Walker's done that thing. Look, you look at Kyle Flanagan and stuff. Kyle Flanagan and, and Luke Brooks have had a kind of existential crisis. I'll tell you why. Because they're young halfbacks. Yeah. And this guy's come in and gone, I don't know what you guys are struggling with. You just do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, imagine being 22-year-old halfback and you're going okay. And then this bloody kid barely put his HSC books down and got <laughs> yeah. back from Bali. It's yeah. just like, it's yeah. really easy, man. I know. Yeah. You just throw a pass over four guys' heads and then you dart through there yeah. and you tackle a couple. Have of you tried a step? Like, it's easy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> what, what, what's, where's the struggle here, guys? Rugby league, whatever. Well, Charlie Staines, he's only recently come into with the Forbes Ferrari yeah. for Penrith. He 
He's played like 11 games. He scored 12 tries. and I would Actually, I think he scored more than that. 14 tries in maybe 11 or 12 games. And I reckon 12 of those, he didn't even get touched. He just ran no. over the line, put it down, and thinks, well, this is not hard. Yeah. Jeezy knows where to be, though, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. And when, it, when, he, when the ball comes into his grasp, he's flying. Like, it, it looks easy. All his tries look easy, but he's making a lot of them look easy. It's the same with that O'Carr. Like, oh, yeah. he just knows mm. where his body is when he has to catch the ball. He's already made that second thought. It was, I want to through, ask you, you know. Jaleesa, this. Mm. Uh, 14, 14 tries from 12 games, uh, says Brooksy. Uh, thank you, Brooksy. Um, have you interviewed Joseph Sawali yet? Uh, no, I've met him, but I haven't interviewed him. Uh, that's that's yep. fair enough. He's so, only done one all-in okay. interview. But you have met him, right? Mm. So I've just said hello. Yeah, that's okay. No, but what I've, <laughs> what what I've noticed with these hello. young superstars, <laughs> they, they have this presence about them. Yeah. Does he? Did he have that real presence, star factor presence about him when you met him? He definitely does because, uh, and we've obviously been to a, quite a few training sessions where um, we've watched him. Yeah. Um, and I maybe it's because of... It's not really anything he does, but it's all just all the hype around him and everything you know about him uh, that you, it's like the, I guess when Sam Walker came, you've got that, they do have that presence and that interest in them. Um, but seems very relaxed. Um, yeah, right. So he was like walking with his teammates yesterday and getting bounced by media and, and he wasn't flustered. He was relaxed, very calm. Um, perhaps a little bit of that fearless factor yeah. that he Z. has. The Jen's head. Mm. I mean, you wouldn't yeah, want to be, if you were Joseph Swaley or Walker, you wouldn't want to be in any other team, maybe the Melbourne Storm yeah. as a young bloke because they're just yeah. so, I mean, Storm and, and Roosters, they're just so professional and you know you're going to be taken care of. It's They're a very stable club. Even when, you know, there's lots of injuries and things happening at the Roosters, they're galvanised together and I, I don't think there's any better place to start as a 17-year-old. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'm convinced tonight we see a moment and remember they are playing with the North Sydney Bears together, Walker and also Sawali. I'm convinced mm. there's a big star moment tonight which features the pair of them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. there'd be something that Walker does and Sawali finishes oh. it off and everyone will just be going, wow. Yeah. And we'll yeah. be texting each other going, see, that's what happened. But yeah. I, I just got a feeling that's going to happen there. It is a big, big one. Uh, this afternoon, stay with us here at SEN 1170 and NRL Nation because Titans take on the Bulldogs straight after crunch time on SEN. Mark Braybrook, Scott Sattler and Gary Belcher. This is crunch time. Thanks to Red Rooster and Isuzu. Red Rooster's crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants. Brendan Cow, Jaleesa Apps. I'm Joel Kane. I'm breaking back with more. And we welcome you to the program. It is 0457 736 736. If you wish to have your say on the text line, you can call us 1300 01 1170. is a way to get involved. Crunch time. Thanks to Isuzu and Red Rooster. Try their new spicy wings. The Rooster's calling. Brought to you by Red Rooster and Isuzu. The three liter Isuzu D Max. Born to live, 0457 736 736 is the way to get involved. Now, Alan writes, uh, the NRL had to act because this got no suspension. I'll look at this video in a minute, Alan, but uh, thank you very much for that. one 300 is the way to have your say. I've got to show you guys something, actually. Uh, my daughter last night had a girlfriend staying over, and they said, oh, Dad, come and have a look at this. It was like they found a relic, and apparently it's a new sort of trend for the kids. Oh, yeah. I, I want to test. You'll know what this is, Brendan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the old Polaroid. Yeah, the old disposable camera. Right? Oh, so disposable. Oh yeah, that's disposable. cool. So you yeah. have to. You actually have to put the film in. It takes yeah. a bit of patience. You can't get the 
the automatic photo. You've got to put it in yeah. and then go take it to the chemist. Get the it, the get chemist you would take it, wouldn't you? Yeah. So Remember you take it up the chemist and then he calls you in about two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and then and half then, of them are shit. <laughs> half of them are shit or in my case, you've taken a photo over the photo. Yes. Remember you used to do that? That's right. 36 or 24, wasn't it? That's it. That you'd get in the film, depending on how much you wanted to pay. That's right. So what do you, do you, do you remember having one of those or are you a bit too young? No, I remember that? having that. And then when you really, you were really waiting for a photo to be developed, you just take a heap at the end just to get through. Just slot, yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know what? I've seen those a uh, lot at weddings lately. These, those are disposable. Mm. Oh, really? So people putting them, it's a dangerous thing depending oh. on your group of mates. Um, but people putting them on the table at each, um, each chair. And I think that's fantastic because there's nothing worse than going to a wedding. I don't get invited to them. But, <laughs> um, and if I do, it's like an actor's wedding where they can't afford a DJ, so they get me to just put on a couple of my playlists. <laughs> yes. And I DJ at the wedding. Um, but And I'm available uh, if anyone <laughs> needs a DJ for their um, <laughs> But uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, no, I, there's nothing worse than when the bride and groom are doing the thing. What do they do? They get married. They walk down yep. the aisle mm. and everyone's got the phones out. Yeah. And yeah. you think all I'm remembering is 48, you know, yeah. iPhones. A lot of my... And the bride and groom in there. I, I love that idea that if you if you have the disposable, everyone puts your iPhone in a bucket and everyone's yep. present. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like at the rugby league where you see a family videoing their son having scored a try. It's like, love, it's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just be present. Yeah. Experience the atmosphere. Because you know when they cut to the families a lot? Yep. And dad's just looking down. He's, you're like, dad, yeah. look up. Your son just oh, no. made history. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's a good idea for a wedding if it could get everyone's eyes up. Phones in a bucket, present with the disposable. Love it. Love and it. everyone ends up with hilarious photos because, you know, people have a few yeah. drinks and go, ah, oh, let's hang a right over this. Yeah. So it is yeah. a dangerous game, though. Oh, mate, weddings, what is it about weddings where people just kind of show it a really freakishly weird side of themselves <laughs> at about 10.30 at night? Oh, Isn't yeah. it? Why, why weddings? I is know. it all the love? I love. You know what? Weddings, I reckon weddings yeah. are one of the great night outs. Oh, oh yeah. I think they're a great night out. Everyone's Other in people's a, weddings. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 it's a great night out. And Jaleesa, can I ask you this? Mm. I have asked Brendan this before. Have you ever had a few too many drinky poos across the line on the phone as far as waking up the next day going, oh, did I write that? Did I send that? Did Obviously. I that? Yeah. Isn't that, <laughs> a, obvious. isn't that a horrible <laughs> feeling? I mean, no, I never said anything too bad, but I'm just a serial like, where is everyone? So I wake up and I have... Oh, text messages. I've just text... People I haven't seen in four years. Oh, you no. know, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Then I think, God, they must have. And the worst part is when they don't reply. Yes. What, what's your poison? Um, I will pretty much drink anything. Yes. Um, right. But I. Like, over, over a year, if you had to say, uh, pie charted your. Oh, pie, my pie chart. Oh, no. It sounds a bit juvenile, but yeah. I'm a vodka orange. Oh, yeah. That's my go-to. Vodka orange. Mm. I'm not. Uh, so, and I also. Cocktail, is it? <laughs> no, do you know Boroa has the Boroa maggot? Which What's the Boroa maggot? I can't tell you. Oh. And it gets your maggot. I, yeah. Is that still the word being used in the vernacular? Because we used to, let's go get maggot in the yeah. park. I have, yeah, I've heard it, yeah. But I, whenever I come across anyone and, and they know Boroa, they go, oh, yeah, the Boroa maggot. Right. And, um, is yeah. it is it tough to get down the throat? Is it like an indoctrination Oh, yeah. And it's drink? got like milk and... Right. I don't know the I don't know the recipe because I'm not a You do, you just it's the first rule of fight club, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you get exactly. told 
If you, Look, if you release the recipe for the Maroa maggot, you never let back in The Maroa. whole town will be coming <laughs> Those two for guys me. at the bar that you're talking about yeah. that know all your movements, you were getting a couple of knocks at the yeah, door. Yeah, they'll be like, you let out the recipe. No, but you've... Well, Cronulla was just the illusion shaker. Right. We, you know, it was just Malibu and mm. whatever the other stuff that goes yeah. in there and just shake it up. And, and there's so much sugar and alcohol. You're on the beach, um, you know, holding someone's <laughs> hair, <laughs> really. Mm. Um, holding your own. Yeah, terrifying. Do you Have you sent a few texts out or a tweet out? Uh, oh, and going, many times. Have you ever gotten Twitter trouble? I'll tell you, I'll tell you one, one particular one, which I'm not journalistic type, right? So I don't. Fish for story. I don't know the stories. I, it's not my lane, right? Mm. It's just not my lane. And I've learned to stay out of that lane because yeah. I was at a barbecue once and a mate of mine who was well connected to the Bulldogs and the Bulldogs board members, he said, mate, I've got a scoop for you. It's an absolute goer. He said, Ivan Cleary will be at the Bulldogs. He'll be coaching at the Bulldogs, right? Mm-hmm. So you're feeding him. And he goes, yep. I went, right, I'm going to do this. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'd, had, I'd had a skin full and went, uh, everyone's off the mark. Everyone's being reported that person X is going to go to the Bulldogs. Did you tweet this? And I went, rest assured, it's going to be Ivan Cleary. Put the phone down. Yeah, the And then back, the phone back to dance and have a phone. <laughs> and then went, and I thought, Whoa. Whoa. why have I got 400 missed calls? <laughs> <laughs> Every journo in Sydney who had already um, pressed play on their article for the next day yeah. talking about who it would be, which is not Ivan Cleary, they're all scrambling going, we've got it wrong, it's going to press and – and, and it's the end of the night. I'm basically mucking up their night, right? Yeah. And they're all ringing me, all the biggest journos and sitting. I'm going, oh, I don't want to be involved with this. And then I'm praying it's right. And, and, and then people on other stations are going, he's usually on the money. This will be the money. Ivan Cleary's going to the Bulldogs. Mm. And then I'm thinking, exactly. That's exactly what happened. And that was my first and last foray. Was your mate just stitching you up? No, no, no. I, I actually think he was on the money and... For whatever reason, it didn't play out because of you. Oh, no, oh, yeah. and, and now, now, um, and now you've ruined the Bulldogs. Well, now, now, the now Ivan's uh, just living a wonderful life out at Penrith. Yeah. I, I would actually be fascinated to sit down with Ivan and say, Ivan, I actually, I, I was so. Were you ever going? You, to the yeah, Bulldogs? like were you actually ever yeah. going to go there? Because the Bulldogs board members most certainly thought, or part of them uh, most certainly thought, you did. So anyway, that is my first and last foray what when it comes into what what if he was going and your tweet has ruined the whole thing the Bulldogs could have been in the grand final yeah no, absolutely yeah I'm a bit filthy if I'm a Bulldogs there. player he right would have gone there if he had another son who was playing there he just goes where his sons are yeah, doesn't he yeah. but uh, I tell you what social media what's the first word of social media social yeah mm. and it, it's that part's gone out of it hasn't it now it's just it's just media, yeah. and I, I think social media should be looked at like a dinner party, yeah. you know. Because if Roger says something a bit controversial at the dinner party, it doesn't become uh, news. Yeah, People okay. don't take him down. Yeah. It doesn't get ruined. You're just like Roger, you had too too many McLaren yeah. Valcheras. Just yeah. calm down, Roger. Mm. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I went a bit over the top last night, and that's it. And that's what social media does. It's just when media grabs social media. And makes it media where the problem is. It should just say social media is a dinner party. Nothing that's said there means anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? No. And it's when it became meaningful that the world has been broken. Yes. Why can't it stay dinner party with Raj? A, a mate of mine, speaking about social, and champion bloke, and he owns a very successful gym uh, over, just as he come over the bridge, Tribe Social Fitness, I don't mind sharing the name. And, and it's doing very, very well and people absolutely love it. And he once asked me, he said, mate, why don't you ever come to my gym? And I said, well, it's it's the social. I, I, when you I go to a gym, to I, well, there's, there's two. <laughs> you know, I have to get fit is one of those. Mm. But when I go to a gym, 
I want to know absolutely no yes. one. Oh, I, I don't, I don't yes. want any, but some people do. They yeah. want the no. social part of it. I want to go in there, and if I can go in there without having one conversation and leave Brilliant. in camouflage gear, that's yeah. a win for me. Yeah. I'm the same with cafes. A lot of people go, I want to go to my regular because they know me and they're high. I'm like, I don't, at 10.47 nah. in the morning, yeah. I want to get the oat flake, well, I, I want it the head down. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk to anybody till the second coffee's in. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I like a little bit of a kind of nod at me. Yeah. You know, I know you come here. Yeah. But don't, I don't want any of that, oh, hello. No. Look who's here this morning. No. No. Like, no, 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 no. way. Don't, and don't ask me about my life. Like, I'm How here How is to your get, life, by the oh, way? Oh, it's good. It's, it's <laughs> all right. Yeah. But I, I'm the same as you, Joel. Like, I don't go to the gym and I'm, it's, it bores me. But. Really? Yeah. I just. No well, You know what? I went to the, I went to the gym for Yogas? eight. Yogas? I went to the gym for eight weeks once because my ex-colleague, Jake Duke and I, he said to me, um. You couldn't do F45 because I had never been in a gym before and I'm just, it's just not my thing. And he goes, you couldn't do F45, the eight-week oh. challenge, and that really annoyed me. Yeah. I thought, I just want to beat him. Yeah, and I did. did so I did eight weeks of it and then, uh, and on it, you know, it does work, but I, you know, I was quite fit by the end of it. But um, yeah. I sort of said to the guy, like the trainer was like, right, let's like get you to do a competition. And, the, and yeah. I said, mate, you will never see me again. Is that right? Thank you, sir. It's been a great eight weeks. Why didn't I will you go on see with it? You, you must have felt a million bucks. No, I felt awful. Did you? Mm. You, when you were fit, you felt awful. Well, it wasn't. You know, I think because Which it was such strange. a it was such a crash eight weeks, and oh, I yeah right. And so I just went like was it diet and everything? Yeah, it was. I was so strict on it too because I oh, desperately good, wanted yeah. to oh, beat right. Jake. You stepped it up. I just was so it's a good strict. Product and then forty five though, isn't it? Oh, it's great. And uh, there were you know people in there who'd been doing it for years who were great. I don't recommend mm. the way that I did it. Right. Yeah. Eight weeks and so never see never see them balance. again. You got to find mm. that balance. Don't yeah. You? But I, I, I was the same as you. Like when you went in and they were like, how are you? How? I was like, mate, it is 5 a.m. I am rattled. Like, don't talk to me. And what about those classes, right? There is always, because I, I did one of those eight-week challenge things too. And, mm. and I actually need to embark on a new one, which I'm just going to do running. But, um, and maybe a bit of gym. But when you have those class groups, there's always one who's just <laughs> overly comfortable, overly confident, overly chirpy. Do you find that? Oh, mate, it's the 9.30 classes, the Mums with Bubs one that, that I found in Bondi Junction. Really? If you go 6.30, 7.15, people just want to train. Yeah. But then you get the mums who've done the drop-off and then they want to get fit. Yes. And then they just chat the whole way through. I don't know how they can plank and chat. I, it's unbelievable. I, They're like, oh, darling, you've got to try the infrared sauna and double bay. It's amazing. Yeah. It's worth the 10 <laughs> minutes. It's worth the extra 10 minutes. I'm sitting on, just, you know, go yeah. for the coffee after. Yeah. I, 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 five, at 5am, there was a full of, the classes that I were going to were full of parents that were doing it before they had yeah. to get their kids to school. And they were all just so fit. Yeah. And so good. 7.30 is good because uh, there's people that, you know, they're kind yeah. of sitting on the fence as to whether they want to get fit or not. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. And you sort of sit, you go, do I, do is I, this my don't life? I, or is it okay to still yeah. eat corn chips at 11 o'clock, then go to the gym? Like I, that that yeah. kind of person, but still go hard training, yeah. Yeah. but still live a dubious life outside the gym. That's the kind of people I want to hustle yeah. with. And I find they're getting fit around 7.45. Yeah, eight, right, okay. Or 5.30 in the afternoon. Bring, yeah. Bringing fitness into disrepute. Yeah, exactly. Is that right? Exactly. Uh, one, I mean, three. I'm sure it works if you do it consistently, just not the crash way that I did it. 
Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of competition too in the gyms, isn't there? The people that kind of that they will they will do the ten yeah. very quickly and not very well to just show you that they're going a bit faster oh, than you. Yeah. And then that stirs me up, and yeah. I start to resent that person, and I can't focus on my workout because of this bloke who's you know trying to take me down. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of gyms, uh, hypothetical: if Brendan could play one game in the current NRL as we go to the break, which player? Would he love to rattle their cage? No suspensions. Mark Spud Carroll. What's that? Who Which would I love? Which player would you love to run? To run, to run out yeah. and, and rattle their cage. Well, is Cameron Smith still playing? Nah, he's uh, here. He's yeah. SEN now. Remember? Yeah, no, no. I've, I've, I've heard about that. <laughs> um, there was a big announcement. Not a big announcement. Was there a big announcement when you started SEN? It wasn't no. for me. I was a bit envious no, about what? that. Should there have been? Um, yeah. I, would, <laughs> I would love to go out and rattle the cage of... Any Queenslander. Oh, there you go. This is crunch time. Stay with us right here. Plenty more to come. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.